Hi, everyone, and welcome to Wednesdays with Julia. Um, I, this morning, I sounded like a raspy smoker, and now I'm on to like a little more sort of deep but squeaky thing, so pardon my voice. <laughs> um, I've been doing a lot of bars and a lot of clearing lately, and I think my body is flushing out. Um, so I'm here in Vancouver, and my incredible guest is in Hawaii, so it's going to be a very specific um, radio show today. And um, two years ago, actually, um, Adriana Popescu, um, who's actually has a PhD in um, spiritual counseling, is it, Adriana? Transpersonal psychology. Oh, trans. Okay, so not that, not what I said. <laughs> but it's very, um, it's very, it's exa- it is that. It is including okay. spiritual into the counseling work. Yes. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Um. So, so Adriana and I had a radio show um, about two years ago, a year and a half, two years ago, um, when I was actually in New York City, and and Adriana um, grew up in New York City, and so we were actually talking about the fairies and the spirits that live in Central Park, and I got a lot of feedback from that show, and a lot of people saying, wow, I have a much better understanding of the fairy world, um, and a much sort of a more vulnerable, receptive nature to the, to those energies since the radio show that you and Adriana did. Um, so the other night I was laying in bed and I was, my, my bed overlooks Stanley. I, I'm on the 20th floor and my bedroom overlooks Stanley Park. And so I have a very sort of intimate relationship with, with the park and I walk through it often. And, um, the the fairy life and the spirits of the park were speaking to me really clearly and then Adriana's name popped up on Facebook and I thought oh my god you're telling me that you want me and Adriana to have another radio show about you guys so (laughs) I I quickly messaged her and I'm like this Wednesday let's do it let's talk about the fairy world so um so that's sort of where this show came from um, so welcome, Adriana, and thank you so much for being here. I'm I'm really, really excited about the conversation that we're about to embark on. Uh, thank you for having me. And, yeah, what a wonderful timing for this. I've just arrived in Hawaii for a much-needed vacation. I, too, have been going through a lot with my body and clearing and purging, all kinds of old stuff. So it's really wonderful to be in this magical place and have the nature spirits of Hawaii contributing to this call as well. So, yeah, it's my pleasure to be here with you. Awesome. Yeah, it's great to have you. Um, so so basically, um, I would love to talk about the just anything that, that either of us know about fairies or spirits. I know that I, my whole life, has had have had an affinity for those types of energies and that type of world. And oftentimes when I'm just going about my daily life in my house, I I can tell that they're around me and I see little things. I look and I'm like, oh, what was that movement in the little, that, that little light movement in the corner? And then it's like, oh, that was a fairy there. And I never have seen them face on, but um, it's that energy is always around me and it's always in my house and it's always in my world. And I, I know that much of my business is based on that that energy. And um, I think that a lot of yours is too. I'm not sure if you would put it that way, Adriana, but um, I definitely, when I tap into the energy of your business, it's definitely there. Um, So I just want to, I guess we could start off just sort of by talking about our um, experience with that energy. And um, I'd love to hear sort of your, your piece on that. 
Yeah, and and I think, you know, for me, I would even broaden it to just say sort of maybe nature spirits in general, um, because certainly we have the fairies, we have nymphs, we have tree spirits, water spirits. You know, I've always been drawn to water in particular. Um, mm. Child, you know, you put me in any body of water, it could even have been in the swimming pool, and I literally would be in all day till my fingers were pruned and my eyes were like, you know, really? swollen, swollen shut. So I've always, since childhood, really appreciated being out in nature and I think didn't have the words or the ability to express what it was, but I certainly felt very surrounded by the nature spirit. Um, yeah. So maybe I want to say a little bit about that. Like as children, you know, we're much more open to those things. Um we talked about this a little bit last time on our sh- on your show um, about how because children don't have the judgments and the pro- points of view, um, they often will see uh, spirits, nature spirits, or they'll see you know ghosts or whatever it is, um, and they're they don't have a point of view about it, and they just treat them as playmates. So like I wonder mm-hmm. for you if you've ever actually played with fairies as a kid. Yeah, that actually, I, I think about myself, because I grew up on a farm, I think about myself up in, like, the big oak tree in my tree house, and I'm like, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, and for me, too, I like playing outside. Um, I Like I said, I love swimming. Um, I played in trees a lot, too. I had the good fortune of in the first, you know, early years of my life, up until I was nine years old, I lived in a place where there was outdoors, and it was more suburban, and then a real change happened for me when I was 10 and I, my parents divorced. I moved to New York with my mom. That's when I was in Manhattan. And, yeah, I was right by Central Park, thank goodness. But I felt like at that point I really had lost some of the connections that yeah. I had to nature and to the nature spirits. And even though I still got to go home back to West Virginia or we had a house in Florida, you know, I got to still have that. Um, it it changed, and I think that was when I had started getting more and more disconnected. Um, And then later on, um, when I went to college, I went again to a very small town in New Hampshire, and it was really beautiful, and the leaves, and so I got to reconnect there, and all the places that I've lived in since, there's been more nature. Um, So that's been good for me because I've been able to reconnect with some of that energy that I think I had lost track of at one point in time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's interesting what you're saying about reconnect, like connecting to that as kids. Um, right now, um, my my boyfriend's daughter is going through this phase. She's seven, and he has always told her that there that there is no Santa Claus because he was lied to crazily as a child, and so he didn't want to lie. So he's told her right from the start that there's no Santa, but he refused. She refuses to believe him. And then the other day, it was like she was. It was sort of starting to dawn on her that he isn't real. But then I, I, I was, I was talking to her, and I thought, wait a second. I'm like, those energies are actually present and real, and there is a real magic to Christmas. And I was like, I, I tapped into her world, and I was like, her anger is actually because there is a lie here. It's not that Santa is necessarily like, you know, coming down your chimney and putting your gifts, but those energies are actually present, and I could, like, see the conflict in her world between sort of, like, this other world where that magic actually does exist and then the world well, yeah. where it does not exist. And it was, like, it was, like, really painful for her. Um, 
and I, I actually never had a conversation with her. Now I will. I'll go back and have a conversation. But it's like, it's like those energies are still, they still exist. And it's like we cut off so much of that when it comes to things like business or money or the adult world. And those things would actually, those energies and those subtleties, um, when you actually listen to those whispers, it contributes a hell of a lot to business and money flows and it's like this odd place where we've separated like the grown-up world and the child world yeah you know you bring up a really good point and it makes me want to do a clearing on that because you know the as kids we are definitely we we are so aware of these other worlds and dimensions or whatever they are where there is magic Mm -hmm. and then we're told by the adults that's not real, that's your imagination, that doesn't really exist, and we're made wrong for what we know. So anywhere any of us have been made wrong for our awareness of the fairy world, the spirit world, whatever it is, let's destroy and uncreate all that. Yes, definitely. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, talk, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. Um, And everywhere... We've cut off our access and our awareness to the world of magic that we had as children but stopped believing in as adults. Can we destroy and then create all of that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, talk, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. Cool. No, definitely. And that's that's just one of the, the many, many subtle places where we stop believing in what we know um, in exchange for, you know, getting tough and being an adult and dealing with real life and being cool and and all of the things <laughs> yeah and and, and i think with children and too it's like um i know shannon you know who's the talk to the entities i talk to the entities mentor and she's so you know much more aware about this stuff i've learned so much from her she's talked about with you know her stepdaughter estelle how much it's such a fine line between wanting to make sure to validate Estelle's knowing of the magic world of fairies because she has them too. She's talked about how they like sit on her shoulder and they play with her and all that. It's like how do you honor what the child's experience is while also preparing them to deal with a world where, you know, in this reality that kind of stuff is poo-pooed and it's it's considered silly and, you know, where even in school, like, kids are made wrong for, like, being off with the fairies because they're not paying attention to what's going on, let's say, in the classroom, right? Yeah. How do we do that with our kids, you know, to teach them to know what they know and honor what they know and not make it a wrongness, but at the same time be able to function with this reality that doesn't honor that same magic? I think it's a yeah. delicate balance. Yeah. <laughs> well, did she have any sage advice? Because I'd love to hear it. Well, she was just quite kind of speaking to, like, the, the challenge in that. And it's really, well, it's going to be up to the kid ultimately. I think the thing is to give them the choice and just be real with them and explain to them, like, look, you know what you know. It's real. Don't make anyone, don't let people make you wrong for that. I think that's the thing is to realize that just because someone else tells you that's not real doesn't mean it's true. So to give them the choice to either buy into what other people are telling Mm -hmm. them or Mm -hmm. to know what's true for them. And to know also when to kind of, like, not keep their mouth shut, right? Like, ask a question. If you want to talk about fairies with your friend, can your friend actually receive that? Right. And I think kids have that capacity to ask those questions and trust their knowing and talk about those things with people who are open to it 
and not bring it up with people who aren't. Because we forget, you know, we think that just because they're in little bodies, you know, we forget that there's actually an infinite being who's functioning in that little body. Totally. Right? So I think I'm quickly realizing, I'm quickly realizing that many kids are smarter than me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and what what can they teach us? You know, what kids teach us about what we have forgotten about the world of magic, the world of spirits and fairies and all of that, right? So anywhere we put up barriers to that, to receiving that from the kids, can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, talk, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. Wonderful. Yeah. And, and, I'm, and, then, and the word receiving, you know, sticks in my mind. Like, where have we cut off our receiving of these energies? Like, you were talking about business, you know, and I, maybe that would be helpful for the adults on this call to get a little bit more practical. Like, so how do you receive from, for instance, the fairies with your business, Julia? Right. How do I? Yeah. Well, it's an energy. I mean, I have this, this um, class called the, the Magic Club, and it's actually a 12-month class. And I literally consulted with those energies before I put it out into the world. Um, and, like, it, it's like when I'm – it's very subtle, actually, now that I'm really describing how I do it. Um, but it's just like a subtle conversation when I'm making graphics or I'm making choices or the way I converse with people. It's like um, that energy is very much a part of who I am. And um, and with with the with my business, it's like I just subtly have that energy woven into everything that I do. Um, a long time, well, not a long time ago, but maybe four years ago. Um, I said in a class to Dane, um, one of the founders of Access, I said, I feel like I'm just this this fairy person who, who came here to change the world. And he's like, uh-huh, now get to work. <laughs> and I was like, wow. And I had never been validated for that before. It was one of the most incredible, the, the, the one of the most incredible ways anybody had regarded me. And, um, and so from from then on, really, it was like I started to to bring that energy back. And he also said to me, you know, are you willing to be immortal? And mm. I was like, oh, um, yeah. Like, I, I don't know if I'm allowed. Like, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so it's like, it's like for me, it's like I just, I bring those energies of immortality and magic and fairies. And not only do I try to weave them into my business, um, actually, now that I'm talking about this, I could be doing it a lot more. Um, I, but I weave them into my business. I weave them into my life in, in every way. It, but it's very, it's very subtle. It's more of just like a whisper to ask, hey, do you guys want to contribute to this? And would you help with this? And, and what do you think about this? And what would work here with this? And it's a very subtle, soft exchange. Yeah, great. I'm so glad you shared that because I do that as well. Um, I, and I think I just want to acknowledge, Julia, that I think you are so um, – you've so integrated this energy. I mean, you've always, like, been aware of it and maybe just never cut off your connection to it. But – for some of us who have, you know, it's, it's 
it may be a little bit more challenging to sort of reconnect and allow, it might feel kind of weird and awkward, especially to those of us who have been kind of head trippers and left brain thinkers and like everything has to be mm-hmm. sort of logical and linear and analytical and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually want to do a clearing for those of us in that boat. Like, Yeah, actually that'd be great. And then don't let me forget, I have a comment to make about something of just about that in my own life. Okay, cool. Yeah, so every way in which we have um, cut off our connection to nature and spirits of the earth and anywhere that was made, like, that was invalidated or we gave it up in favor of being linear and reasonable and logical and having the appropriate ways of thinking and being, will we destroy and then create all that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, talk, talk, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. Yeah. yeah, because we cut off our capacity for creating in these more magical kinds of ways. Like, what if you could just ask the fairies, for instance, to contribute to a project or a class that you're working on, and it creates a totally different outcome than you could have imagined, just because you were willing to receive that energy from them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I have two things actually. It's um, when like when I'm communicating the the key part is subtlety because like like the world and the reality that that I think that I know I'm creating and I think a lot of us are creating are a lot more subtlety than a lot more subtle than the you know hit yourself over the head to try to get things right sort of mentality that goes on in this reality mm-hmm. and um and so like for me it's it's just I can't stress enough for me how subtle the exchange is and um the other thing is when you were talking about integrating it and it feeling awkward at first um for me something that has been very awkward is stepping into money and wealth and mm. um and as you know and I'm just like this actually doesn't have as much to do with the fairy world it's just um an example of how I have sort of kept moving forward in an awkward situation and the same way that that those people looking to you know be more connected to the fairy world can do but um recently i just moved um sort of from bodonk middle of nowhere um a beautiful place to grow up and i loved it it was just time for me to experience something new so i moved to um an apartment um, in downtown Vancouver on the ocean and in Stanley Park with like panoramic views and a concierge and it's like it's a very high-end place and and I'm treated very very well like I'm a rich woman and you know everything I do here it's a completely different life than um, where I came from and it was so awkward for me the first two or three months and I'm actually just in sort of my fourth fifth month here and it's like now I feel like this is me and this is my life but it was like it was like it was a choice I was making and even when I got here and made the choice it was like the whole world was crashing down on me and I felt so awkward and weird and um and so it was like just the choice to keep putting one foot in front of another. It was like I wanted to just move home and be like, I don't deserve this. This is crazy. Like this is too much for me. And um, but it's like everything has caught up to me now that I've been here a, lo- a while and just kept putting one foot in front of the other. So with the fairy world and stuff like that, it's like you kind of like feel like a like a weird person talking. It's like you are going to at the beginning. It's like you have to keep putting one foot in front of another and it might take a while to actually get comfortable, but you will. 
Yeah. Well, and, yeah, and how much could you actually then use, like, be willing to acknowledge that? Because that's what I did when um, when I was trying to connect more consciously with nature spirits and fairies. I was like, this is weird for me. Can you guys help me out? Like, I feel kind of awkward. And I did that, and I remember driving, because I'm, I'm living in a city now, too. I live in San Francisco, which is wonderful because we are by the ocean and we do tend to have more nature than a lot of other cities do, but it's still mm-hmm. a city. It's a big concrete jungle. And so I remember driving in my car um, to work one day and I drive right past the panhandle of Golden Gate Park and I'm like, you guys, just help me out. Like, let me know you're there. Help me, like, get more comfortable with this. And I literally, Julia, it was crazy. I was driving past the panhandle on my left and I could perceive in all of the trees like these fairies, and they were going, they were, like, cheering me on as I went by. They are like, yay, hi. You're oh, here. my God. You can perceive us, yay. It was so cool. Oh, <laughs> oh and for my me, God. And every day I drive through the Presidio, which is another, like, very nature part of San Francisco, I will perceive the nature spirits, especially fairies and tree spirits, in the trees. And I'll be going by with, like, music in my car. And I'm, like, singing along. And they're like, yay, we love this song. And I feel like they're, like, dancing and playing with me in the car as I'm driving from, like, work to my house. It's so cool. And I ask them for that. I ask them to make themselves known to me and to help me have more ease with it. And they're so playful and so fun. You know, and I've actually from there on, like, had conversations with them, like, just telepathic conversations in my head where I can actually hear them talking back to me. And it's just, it's been such a joy to have that. But I had to be willing to push down my barriers, to pock and pod all my weirdness, and to ask them for help, you know, to ask them to contribute to that. Wow, that is beautiful. That is an amazing invitation for people. It, that is so cool, Adriana. That is yeah, so, so cool. So maybe what we could do right now, like give people a little experience of that. I've actually done this in my Talk to the Entities classes before. So oh, by maybe all I can walk people through a little like awareness exercise. Yes. Okay, so just imagine pushing down your barriers, okay? So any weirdness you have about all this, all the judgments and points of view, any of you might have about what we're talking about, let's just destroy and uncreate all of that. Right, wrong, bad, yeah. talk, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds, and let's just push down our barriers, expand our energy out as big as we can get, and let's just invite, let's say fairies in particular, let's invite all the fairies of the world who'd like to play with us to just be present with us now. Okay. And let them come as close as you feel, like let them come up and touch you in some way or to like make their presence known to you in some way. And anywhere you notice like anxiety or weirdness around that, just let it go. Push your barriers down and allow yourself to receive them. Just be present with them. And just kind of notice what happens when you do that. And then keep pushing your barriers down. Expand out even further. Like, imagine your energy going into some, like, nature thing, like a forest, the 
a river, the beaches, like wherever you know, a place you know. See if you can bring your energy to that space and perceive all of the fairies in that area. And tap into the trees and the other spirits as well. You can perceive them too. And then just ask, is there anything that these beings would like to contribute to you right now? And keep pushing those barriers down. You might be for the wind. I've got wind coming in through the window right now. Hmm. And just allow them to contribute whatever it is that they would like to. And then whenever you feel ready, just kind of let all that go. Thank them for their contribution. And just ask them if they would be willing to help you with more awareness if they could make themselves known to you and just be there for you, um, just be there for you in whatever way you'd like them to be there for you. Ask them to help Mm -hmm. you overcome your barriers and your limitations, to have more awareness of them and nature spirits in general, and what are the infinite possibilities for what all of us can create and play with together. Cool. So, Julia, what was that like for you? Wow. It was mind blowing. I um kind of just tapped I tapped into the spirits and especially the trees of Stanley Park that I'm looking at right now at the window and God, there's so much available to us all the time. It's just amazing. That was awesome. Thank you so much for doing that. Um I actually yeah. want to take that and turn it into a sound bite. <laughs> Yeah, cool. That That would be great. People can listen to that. That would be really cool. Yeah, and for me, as I was doing it, you know, like the first thing that showed up was like, I felt like this one particular fairy, again, going, hi, we're so glad you're talking to us right now. We're so glad that you guys are doing this because we want to play with you. We want to play with you. We're here. We're happy, you know, and it's like I think about sometimes when I'm feeling down or blah or just, you know, whatever, and I'll reach out to them because I know I can perceive there's such a lightness in their being. Like my head feels spacey and my heart feels open like when I'm tapped into that energy. So sometimes when I'm feeling blah, I'll just invite them to come in and show me a different possibility. Like remind me that there's a lightness of being that's available. And they do. They often lift me out of that funk so that I can have a different wow. possibility. Yeah. Huh. So what if we could just have them be part of our lives more and more every day? Like what you were talking about, just sort of more integrated with everything. Wow. Oh, my head is spinning. It's just such a beautiful, such a beautiful world and such a beautiful thing to ask, like just such a beautiful energy to ask to contribute. And it's quite funny that, you know, we'll call our, our real life friends who have trauma and drama and horrible things going on and sadness and divorce and mm-hmm. and frustration <laughs> and it's like but we won't call the happy fairy friends. Yeah. Right. So it's like it's just a choice. It's just a it choice is. what energy you want in your life. Yeah. And the thing is too, people think that, oh well, I can't really connect with like nature and nature spirits unless I'm actually out there. But I, one of the greatest gifts I realized was when I didn't have to actually be out in nature to have that. Like I could be sitting in my office or in my house or in my car and then just like 
me reach out to nature and like pull that energy in, you know, because I know I can connect with the San Francisco Bay or here I'm at the ocean, you know, and I can immediately just zoom my energy out to the ocean and just like tap into all of the, you know, energy that's there and all the nature spirits that are there. It's like, boom, it's right there. I'm, I'm an infinite being. I could access anything. I just have to ask for it. Yep. No, absolutely. Um, <laughs> this is so beautiful. So what kind of, of energies are coming up in Hawaii right now? You, well, Hawaii is an interesting place. You know, I find that like in the moment I'm very, you know, connected with those types of lighter fairy energies. But I was just talking to my friends who I'm staying with here about in general, I perceive Hawaii to have actually a lot more intensity of spirit. Um, oh. there's, uh, you know, if you think about it, I mean, their their land is still being formed. You know, there's volcanoes and active volcanoes and lava oozing out. And, you know, there's a real intensity. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of spirits that we might even call a little bit darker here. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and, you know, and there's been a lot of war and there's been a lot of, like, chaos and turbulence, you know, in this particular area. Um so it's it's hard to say because, you know, I'm only about a day in, but it definitely has a different quality. Um, to me, like geographically, I feel like I can perceive fairies like more in the forest. And here mm-hmm. at the, at the with the mountains and with the ocean, they just feel different. They feel like different nature spirits. I don't, I think words are hard to describe, but they, if you can just kind of perceive it, they have a, a different quality to them. It's, it's potent, mm. really, really potent. Where fairies are kind of light and playful, these yeah. seem very like we're changing worlds here. We're creating. We're like it's fire and waves crashing, and you know, <laughs> it's like a way more. <laughs> it's a way more intense energy, but it's still like when I'm in the ocean, I still feel it as very like caring and nurturing. It just has a different maybe frequency or vibration to it. Right. It sounds like it has a deeper thrum. A deeper thrum. That's a good way to describe it. And it also feels like it comes from, like, deeper within the earth. Um, More like sort of if you think about the elementals even. Like, um, to me, fairies are very wind-like and airy, light and airy, whereas, like, some of the other spirits and energies I'm perceiving here are more earthy, like coming from, like, the lava that's coming, like, deep from within the bowels of the earth, right? So it's a denser, like... Yeah, more intense kind of thrum energy. Um, it's really cool to play with. I think it's all kind of stuff that goes beyond words, so it's a little bit hard to talk about. Um, but I think it, it, it very much does go beyond the human the human way of communicating. Yeah, but you know, so much in access right now, Julia, is we're. I feel like in general with access, we're moving into that space and into those energies that don't even have words, anyways. Um, yeah, I was recently in this uh, talk to the entities beyond class just about a month ago, you know, that came right after the seven day in Costa Rica. And I felt like most of the class that she was delivering wasn't even in words. It was just energies that Shannon was being. And we were playing with these energies that were kind of a beyond. Like there weren't words for it. It felt weird and spacey. I mean, it felt like we were vortexing the entire time. Wow. Yeah. That's so. So it's cool that we're moving into that and yet being able, like, how do we talk about it in words, like, right now when we're doing it? <coughs> <laughs> it's a bit yeah. of a challenge. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Um, what, uh, there was something I was going to say on um, the thrum. Oh, yeah, it's just it's just interesting. The different energies of different places have different spirit energies. And um, I know that Shannon talks a lot about different countries and the overarching sort of energies that rule those countries. When she was yeah. talking about coming to Canada for a class, she actually talked about how the the aboriginal spirits sort of rule Canada um and you know in Ireland it's it's um you know leprechauns and those types of spirits rule the country not rule but that is that is literally the dominant energy and yeah. um it's just quite fascinating because oftentimes um in metaphysics or things it's like you know everything is all equal and energy is everywhere and it's like no it's it's just like plain as day like you and me we have different energies it's like different places different fairies different gnomes have energies then yep. you know gnomes then fairies you know actually i have to talk about I did the meditation walk that Gary talks about. Um, mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't um, know what this is, um, I recommend it in the highest. It's where you take um, one hour to walk about 150 feet. So you're taking literally a step a minute or so. Like it's it's very, very slow. And um, so, and it's to just connect with nature and about 30 minutes through I had some serious demons come up like I just wanted to stop walking and go home and then after that it was like the whole park just opened its 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 arms to me and I became aware of how the ducks have a totally different reality and personality and energy and vibration than the geese uh, which is completely different than the doves, which is completely different um, than the pigeons, which is completely different than the the loons, and they they were it was just it was all these these birds, and it was like how different each of their realities are when you actually tap into their worlds. Um, you know, when we're when we're lost in our human head, a bird is just a stupid bird. You know, it's just right. oh, the pigeons. It's like right. when you're actually um, when you're actually aware of what is going on around you in nature, you realize how unique and different every language among animals is. It's 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 completely fascinating, and and most people will go their whole lives having no idea that there was any difference at all. Right. Well, because most people just aren't that present, right? I mean, the whole point of the nat- of that nature walk was to become more present with yep. like, everything around you rather than being so focused, even in, like, classic meditation, you know, focused on, like, your thoughts, your feelings, your sensations. It's all, like, that internal – it's so much more of an internally focused kind of awareness, right? Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think <clears throat> the more we can become – like, the more we can get out of our heads and get more attuned to, like, everything around us and, and to not just be present with our minds but be present with our bodies. Like, how much are you perceiving of, of the nature world, like, with your body? <coughs> Pardon me. <laughs> As I cough a lung out. Right? You know, like, it's about, like, being in the sun, like, here I am, you know, in Hawaii, like, laying on the beach and how much am I receiving, like, awareness and energy with my body from the sun, from the sand, from the water and all of that. And 
how much more um, how much more possibility could we open up to if we would allow more of that energy into our world? Yes. Yeah. So I have a clearing for that. So everywhere we've exchanged the lightness and joy and space of infinite possibility in favor of the density, the intensity, and the joy of trauma and drama and head tripping, we would destroy and then create all that. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, talk, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. Yeah, and it's yes. just a choice. Like you said before, it really is. It's a choice. Like, where do you want to put your attention? What energy do you want to play with? Do you want to, when you're feeling crap, do you want to call up your friend who's going to, you know, align and agree with all your crap and you could commiserate together about all the crap? Or could you, like, go for a walk? Could you tap into the fairy world and ask them to contribute? Like, what would you like to choose? Exactly. Um, and, it, I mean, it's like, it, it's like, if, if this, if, you know, if you're listening out there and, and this is a totally new world for you and a totally new concept and it's like, that's beyond anything I've been willing to do or choose before. It's like, just take one little step, you know, you know, um, um, Danielle Carter, who does Right Body for You, said that she had to learn how to talk to her body. And that, you know, she was like a, a good Mormon girl from Utah. And and that was like the craziest thing she had ever heard. And so, but she tried it. And, and so she was sitting in her office um, and she said in her desk alone, and she like looked around and she was like, oh God, I'm I'm losing it. And she she said to her body, "Hey body, I'm here. How are you?" And and she just felt like the craziest person ever. But she kind of her body lightened up, and then you know she talked to it again the next day. And and it's the same concept. It's it's very subtle, and it takes a lot of guts to do because it's completely different from the norm. This is not a normal thing to do. But if you make these choices and you don't fall into the slippery slope of sadness or of, you know, human, you know, drama and adrenaline. I mean, that's another thing. I've been talking a lot about adrenaline recently on, on some classes I've been facilitating. And, and it's like there is no adrenaline in the spirit world, not the type of of um, forceful adrenaline that we're used to in human reality. And, and the gifts that will be given back to you if you connect to this world um, – are, you know, the gift of not needing that adrenaline, of uh, being at peace, you know, with everything in your life. Um, but it does take practice. It can be a very sort yeah. of intense thing. I would really invite people, Julia, too, if they want to kind of move it more into that and take, you know, like baby steps towards it is just like make a practice of like connecting with one type of energy like maybe i'm looking at a like a, a palm tree outside the window right now like take a tree <clears throat> yeah or a plant or uh you know any kind of our body of water whatever it is and just like be present with that energy like don't like try to you know like talk and paw all the weird thoughts that come into your head just let yourself mm -hmm. be like face with it and just like, receive from it. Be present with it. Notice it. Notice all its leaves and its shape and kind of tap into its vibration and just, like, start there. And from there, yeah. maybe build into, like, yeah, going on a walk, on doing one of those, like, meditation walks where 
can take a long period of time to just kind of move through one area, really taking in all the different vibrations, energies, like the worlds of the animals, whatever it is, and just, like, build it. I mean, you got to start somewhere, right? So start with yep. one thing, one object, one piece of nature, or one type of, you know, nature spirit. Like, we talked about a lot about fairies today. You could start with fairies. You could start with trolls. You could start with, like, gnomes. I mean, whatever works for you. And just ask for that energy to to show up and be present with it. You don't even have to be out in nature to do it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and now that I have developed this connection and God, it sounds like yours is incredibly strong too, Adriana. Um, it's like I'll be walking and I'll be in my own world or in my thoughts or my human head and I'll go, Whoa, hey, how are you? And like I look at a tree and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, I've been walking ignoring you and it like perks up and, and is and converses back with me in its own tree way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like you, you will never feel alone again um, yeah. when you really Absolutely. master this. You will never feel alone. And, you know, the thing is to start with just being present and being open to, like, I, I would say that exchange of energy, you know, like, and, and it can come in the form of a t- communication or just like a giving and a receiving of energy, um, and then you can even, like, start moving into creation. One of the things that Shannon does in her more advanced Talk to the Entities classes is creation. Like, how can we create with the spirit? So um, you talked about, like, uh, you know, the spirit elders of different areas. Um, Shannon has talked a lot about that. And, like, for instance, in Canada, you have so many, and in Australia, you have, like, the native spirits who are the protectors and the stewards of the land. And they will sometimes, like if you're going there to try to create a class, they could create impediments energetically to you having the class there if you don't ask them for their permission first. So I and isn't that the truth? That's such a yeah. good point. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I did that. I realized in San Francisco that we even had some of that. So I actually connected. Um, I somehow got connected with these like Native American type elders. And uh, and I was like, okay, well, would I would you give here to do classes here and to actually contribute to my classes and let them grow? And they were like, we're willing to do that, but we need to do some things with you. So first, I had to clear some stuff that had happened in other lifetimes where people had kind of ravaged the land and stuff. And then they asked me to contribute to um, detoxifying the earth. So the first thing they wanted to do. So this is about getting into creating with entities. They wanted me to help clean the bay. Okay, the San Francisco Bay, because we've had, you know, oil spills and this and that. So, like, literally with these spirits, me just sort of, I just sort of, I ran energy on the earth. I actually put DMMT and some other energies on the earth, like, in the bay to help detoxify the bay. Wow. There they wanted me to work on a lake. And from there they wanted me to work on land. And then I was in an airplane and, and I had asked them to give me a signal. Okay, like when you want my attention, since you're Native American, why don't you beat a drum? And so you know what they do? They literally beat on my eardrum, inside my ear. <laughs> <laughs> and it hurts. And I'm like, okay, oh, ha ha, funny. funny. I get it. That, that means they want me to work or they want to communicate something to me. So then it, when I was flying in an airplane, they're like, now work on the air and the clouds and the toxins in the air. So it's like there's so much that you can do. It's like this whole infinite world of creation that's possible with the spirits that people just have no idea about. So just I wanted to say that just so people knew that that also 
is a possibility beyond just sort of being present with and receiving from, what could you actually create with all of these spirits? Yes, absolutely. Um, And if you are wanting to do a class, exactly like you're saying, a class in an area, it's like before you go, you want to talk to the spirits and the entities um, that are sort of the dominant ones of that area and just go like, what do you need from me? Am I welcome here? Um, Mm -hmm. And and what can I do for you for you to contribute to me? Yeah. So that's wonderful. That was that was so well put. I've never heard anybody quite communicate it that way. It's really neat. Well, thank you to Shannon O'Hara. I mean, you know, she it all came from her in a class, you know, a couple of years ago, and it just, oh, it so opened up a world of possibilities. So I highly recommend if people want more information about this stuff, I mean, she, Shannon and all her classes are a great resource. There's a number of us Talk to the Entities facilitators out there that are doing intro classes and doing um you know, uh, beginner's classes. We started doing some specialty classes, too, like I'm doing um, in San Francisco. I'll be doing a couple of classes in January, one on, like, uh, clearing spaces and another mm-hmm. one on increasing your awareness of entities where I'll do more of those exercises like what we did today to connect with the fairies, like more sort of experiential type exercises to increase people's capacities to be aware of all this stuff. So there's a lot That's of That's wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, well, thank you for being on. That was an awesome conversation. Um, yeah. Class yeah. Great. I, there's so much, so much. This is a, this is a 45 minute conversation of magnitude and wealth and, and all types of different things. Um, so do you have any classes coming up that you could let people know about? Yeah, so in so locally in San Francisco, um, uh, I've got those two classes in January. They're going to be two uh, talk to the entities classes, clearing spaces, and increasing your communication with entities. I'm going to be teaching the new four day foundation uh, coming up in January as well. I've got a bars class coming up December 19th and another one January 10th. I've got a whole bunch of stuff coming up. More local right now to San Francisco because I've traveled so much. I've Staying put for a while, but um, but uh, but I'm going to be opening up. Going to be creating some more like um, telecalls, and I'll be traveling some more in 2016. So people can always, if they want, they can check out my website. It's AdrianaPopescu.org. Um, I also have a facilitators page on the access site and the Talk to the Entities site. So I have a Facebook page. It's easy to find me. Awesome. Yeah, you have a beautiful, beautiful website. I love your website. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, well, there were a lot of there were a lot of nature spirits that contributed to that creation. Definitely. Yeah. Um, can I leave us with a clearing? I have I have a good clearing here that I just came across. Yes. Which would be helpful. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, what energy, space, and consciousness can we in our bodies be to actually be the magical beings that can walk this earth? Everything that doesn't allow that wow. and uncreate it. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, talk, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yes. Yeah. So that, and thank you, Shannon, for that. I got that from a, a she did a Spirits of the Earth Call um, series last year. It was wonderful. You, I highly recommend that as well. But, yeah, what if we could be the energy, space, and consciousness of the magic we truly be? That's beautiful. Yeah. Well. 
that was a great way to leave this call. And um, thank you to everyone listening now and and um, listening in the future. And and just go forth and be strange and and weird and happy and be everything you can be. <laughs> um, so have so much fun in Hawaii. Um, Thank that'll you. That'll be an amazing trip, and uh, I'm glad I caught you while you were there because I know it contributed a lot to the call. And um, mm-hmm. we will hopefully see you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye, everybody. <laughs>